Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. We're so excited you're tuning into one of our amazing messages. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, it's going to be real, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to help you to grow stronger in your walk with God. It's going to put faith on the inside of you. It's going to cause you to be able to walk in greater dimensions of blessing and enlargement so that you can be a blessing to other people. Well, lean in, enjoy the word. God bless you. In just a little bit by myself, my name is Marco Contreras. I am running for city council in Chula Vista. We're going to win this time. Come on. Uh, and my wife, Natalie, uh, we oversee our Pathfinder ministry at East Lake Church. We also service lead and um, we do a little bit of everything. We speak and we're just, uh, we just love building the church. How many of you love Awakened Church? That's amazing. And to everybody watching online, welcome to the 10 a.m. For you, it might be like, I don't know, 2 a.m. or something in Australia. <laughs> but man, that's amazing. But hey, uh, how many of you believe that God is still a God of miracles? I love that song we were singing. God can still do miracles. You know, personally, I have actually, I've witnessed a few miracles in my life. I saw a little boy about three or four years old uh, come back to life. He had drowned, and he was not uh, responding for three to five minutes. So we began to pray for him, and, and we saw him responding. He came back to life. Now, I don't know if he was on his way to be with the Lord or what, but God answered. I've seen people being healed. I know people have gotten radically healed here at this campus. I've seen financial miracles in front of me. A few months ago, we sold our house. Anybody believing for a house here? Come on. Anybody believing for a house to sell a house? There's an anointing in this church. For houses, a few months ago, we were about to put our house on the market, and uh, the comps for our home was about 1.8, 1.9 uh, million. And uh, but I said, you know what? Let's. I'm believing for 2.5. We told people, and they say you'd never be able to do that. There's no way. We told realtors, experts, like, no, there's. You might get two. But how many of you know we serve a God of miracles? Come on, somebody. We put our house on the market. The first day, we get an offer for 2.5 million. We sold the house. We moved to our dream home. That is the kind of God that we serve, a God of miracles. Hey, Jesus just carried such an atmosphere of miracles wherever he went. He cleansed the leopard. He healed the sick, the blind, the lame, the, uh, everything. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He would do uh, financial miracles as well, miracles of provision. He was, uh, when he had five loaves and two fish, he fed 20,000 people. I mean, here we have, I don't know, five, 600 people right now. Imagine if I had five loaves and two fish and was able to feed all of you. That'd be crazy. But imagine 20,000 people. He told Peter, cast your net on the other side and the multiplication of fish happened. Because everywhere Jesus went, there were miracles happening in his life. How many of you would like to live in that kind of atmosphere? Miracles wherever you go on the marketplace, your home, your marriage, your children. This is available to us. There are a few things, though, that because there's something called human responsibility. We have divine sovereignty where God can do anything. But there's something called human responsibility, how we respond. There's a few things that we can do and a few principles that we can walk in. They're sort of like passwords. How many of you know that we live in the, not the 21st century, it's like the password century. There's like a thousand passwords for everything. It's like a thousand apps, and every single app requires a password. You know, and if you're smart, uh, you use the same one for all of them. And then every so often, they ask you to renew your password. Well, if you're like me, you just add a one next to it, you know? It's just like, and then, oh, you now need a special character. Well, let's add exclamation mark. 
But if you're believing for prosperity, you're at a dollar sign. Come on, somebody. If you're believing for a lot of prosperity, you have two or three signs. Amen. <laughs> Until they're saying, okay, Pat is strong enough, you know. The, the worst, though, is the, the, the banking password. Like, have you ever forgotten your banking password? Actually, one of my businesses right now, we forgot it. And, and I'm so annoyed. I didn't even want to go through the process. Because you, like, forgot your password. That's awesome. But then they send you a text. They send you an email. They ask your mom if you're really her son. You know, they, like, go through everything. But there's something about it, though. Once you, you enter this password, you enter into, like, this digital realm where you're able to operate. And, and you can send transfers. You can send money to people. You can receive. There's transfer you can receive because you're, you've yeah. applied the password. You enter this digital realm. It's the same in the kingdom of God. Yeah. There are some principles that operate like passwords that help you unlock. So as you enter the kingdom of God and you operate in these principles, you can send and receive from God. How many of you want more anointing, more faith? Come on grace of God the grace of God that we need to take our cities the grace of God to change a state and change a nation I want to give it up for David Chittick right here running for Congress give it up come on we need the anointing of God more of the anointing and the power of God to fulfill all the assignments that God has for us I believe that God wants to activate you today in the name of Jesus with more power and more anointing as we operate in these principles that we're about to talk about. I want to talk about honor this morning. Honor. Honor. I think it's so, so, uh, you know, applicable as we're celebrating Memorial Day weekend. But I want to talk about honor because honor will help you unlock everything. In fact, the title of my message is Honor unlocks miracles honor unlocks miracles Jesus walked in honor if you see Jesus always referred to the father with such honor and he was always deflecting the glory to the father everything it's about the father I'm about my father's business he was such a man of honor he honored the Holy Spirit He's like, hey, just wait until I go. There's someone coming after me who's even better than me, which is a great leadership principle. Whoever's after me will do great, way better than I could ever do. The Holy Spirit. He would honor people, people that could never do anything for Jesus. He would stop and pause and, and take his time to heal people and bless people. Jesus walked in honor. Therefore, he carried such an atmosphere of miracles. A few years ago, uh, I was having coffee with Pastor Colin. And uh, he began to talk to me, uh, talk to me about honor. And, uh, and, and I was so challenged. And ever since, I've never seen life. My wife and I are now operating. And we see life differently. We see life through the lens of honor. Honor towards our pastors, towards our peers, towards one another, our children, our authorities, those under us. Because it's a principle that we don't talk about enough. In fact, we live in a culture that rages against the principle of honor. So if, if uh, they, I love what Pastor Jurgen says, he goes, we have a, a gravitational pull in this world that's just always trying to, to bring you down, to pull you down to the standards of this world. And the devil's strategy is to get you to mock and criticize everything instead of giving value and giving honor to people. But there's something in this world always trying to, to pull you down. It's what we have to wrestle against. I mean, look at the, the meme phenomenon. I mean, some of them are hilarious. I get it. 
But some of them are so full of dishonor. If we're not careful, we begin to operate in life under this, this culture or aura of dishonor. And what happens is we keep ourselves from this atmosphere of miracles. I want you to see, see this text. Let's go to Mark chapter 6. We're going to read out of the NLT. Mark chapter 6. Out of the NLT verses 1 through 6, it reads, Jesus left that part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Everybody say miracles. miracles. Then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter, the son of Mary. And the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon. Everybody say, dishonor. dishonor. And his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Jesus told them, a prophet is honored. Everybody say, honored. honored. Do you see the two? Do you see the correlation here? Miracles. Then how did Jesus respond? He responds with the concept of honor. A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them. Miracles again. Miracles. Amazement. Offense. Jesus talks about honor. They're lacking honor. Miracles again. And because of their unbelief, see, faith, this is what's crazy, honor it's so intertwined with faith and belief. If, can, can I just call you out for a little bit? Can I just challenge you this morning? I'll challenge us, actually. But if we have dishonor in our hearts, I doubt we operate in great faith. Every single person that I admire in my life that have done amazing things for God and, and you know, in the marketplace operate in the principle of honor. And therefore have such great faith. Wow. It's intertwined. So Jesus said, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then Jesus went from village to village teaching the people. Here you see Jesus preaching in the synagogue. And the Bible says that he couldn't do any miracles because of their dishonor. So my question to you today is, how's your heart? Is, is your heart full of honor towards God, towards your spouse, your children, your friends, your boss? I know that's hard sometimes. Our authorities. Or do we have dishonor operating in our hearts? In this passage, we see an incredible illustration of the picture of the human heart. Here you see that Jesus is, is preaching, doing his thing, and the Bible says that they were amazed. They were in awe of the wonder and the majesty. I mean, can you imagine Jesus preaching? They were in awe of the authority and the power and astonished at what he was bringing. He had a, an anointing, an aura around him. He have, have you ever meet, met people like that? that you're, like, you're just drawn to them because everything about them is just like, wow. It's like the wow anointing. Like everything you do, it just prospers it, and you want, you want more of that. But here comes something really interesting. 
they get triggered. Have you ever gotten triggered before? Maybe I'm the only one here, but some people just trigger me, you know, just like the way they look. What they say, I might be the only unholy one here, Pastor Becky, but it's like what they say, what they do, it just triggers you, the heck out of you. But what do we do with those triggers? In fact, you might be triggered right now, and that's okay, because we're going to go through it. I might be triggering you, but that's okay, I love you. Um, the people, we have two options every time we get triggered. Option one, to mock, criticize, and to get offended, which is what they did. But see, if we choose option one of getting offended, we keep ourselves, we restrain ourselves from the miracles that God has for us. There's divine sovereignty and human responsibility. I, I, I guess I want in my life, I, I want to get to heaven and for God to be like, man, I, I, everything I had for you, I was able to perform for you. My greatest fear is to be like, to, to get to heaven and for God to be like, here's the movie of your life and look at all the other things I had for you. But because of your attitude of dishonor in your heart, you missed out on this and you missed out on that and you missed out on this. I had way more for you, but you chose to stay offended. What do we do when we get offended? I remember uh, 2020. Uh, it was Covember in 2020. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I was a little bit afraid, to be honest. I was a little scared, just a little bit. Not a lot, but just a little bit. <laughs> I know all of you are fearless and very courageous and brave here at Balboa. But I was a little bit, you know, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to stay home for a little bit. Lay low for a few weeks. You know, just lay low. Watch church online. It'll be fine. And, uh, and then just the one week, I don't know if it was, I think it was just one week. And Natalie and I are one of like, one of pastors, Mike and Katie, main leaders at our campus. And, and uh, Pastor Mike calls me. He says, hey, buddy, um, what are you doing, man? I said, what do you mean? Well, he's like, we need you at our church. What's happening? I just want to make sure you're not operating under a spirit of fear. I had two options. I was triggered, if I'm honest with you. I could have been like, what does he know about my life and what I'm going through and my thoughts and my feelings, my emotions, what I've been through. I have a wife and kids. I just don't. Or I could have leaned in, which is option two. You know, I may not understanding, but I may not get it, but, but tell me more. Help me learn. Thankfully, I was like, you know what? The Holy Spirit just dropped, and I said, you're right. We're there Sunday morning, so we were there. And then, you know, we broke through that spirit of fear. But we have two options, though. Option one, get offended. Option two, which is what I recommend, is lean in. Even if you don't understand, if you don't get it, if you're here this morning, and you're like, I may not understand this. Maybe it's your first time. Maybe you've never heard about a, a pastor or a preacher talking about money at church. And you're like, oh, I don't know about this. They just want my money. Hey, I, I, it's better to lean in. Tell me more. Yeah. 
to, I don't understand this, but I see that there's breakthroughs always happening at Awaken, and there's miracles. I don't get this whole thing of speaking in tongues, but I want to lean in. Tell me more. I want to understand. I don't get this whole of like serving and coming to church, and it's this whole life commitment, but, uh, but I want to lean in. I want to, and you guys pray Tuesday mornings, men and women's prayer, and I, I may not get it. It's too early for me, but I want to lean in. I hear all these God stories that happen all the time. I don't get it, but I want to lean in. Tell me more. I want to understand this. And this vision of 16 campuses, hey, you know, it sounds crazy to me, but tell me more. I want what God has for me. We have two options. Either get offended or see life with vision. Come on, God wants to activate you this morning. God wants to unlock you so you can walk in life in an atmosphere of miracles. Come on, financial miracles in your marriage and your children. Man, I want, I want to be blown. I want to get so used to miracles in my life that it becomes my new normal. Where you expect it. You always expect things to work out for you. I expect to be blessed. I expect to be favored. I expect the anointing of God. I expect to win in Chula Vista. I expect to take over the city. I expect to take over the county. I expect to take over California. I expect to shift the nation. I expect to change my family. I expect to break through the ceilings that God has placed. Come on, that the devil has placed over my life. But as I walk in the anointing of God and as I walk in this, this flow of honor in my heart. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm trying to talk to some people that want more in their life. It's, it's this principle of honor. I, I'm just amazed how the Bible says that Jesus couldn't perform any miracles. Not he wouldn't. He couldn't. He wouldn't would be an act of his will. Like, hey, I'm choosing not to because you're weird. <laughs> you know, I, I, can I be honest with you? I've been dishonored before. And, and I love what Pastor Jurgen says, what you honor flows towards you. You can't have what you despise. When you see people that are blessed and they're, that, are, that are anointed that, and that, that triggers you, you can't have what you despise. Honor it. Lean in. God, man, there's so much prosperity in your life. Tell me more. How? But I've been dishonored before, and I tell you, I don't, I, I feel, I, I forgive them, but I feel I, my first reaction is not to talk to them again. Because it's a principle. What you honor flows towards you. But then I get over it and, you know, I just walk in the anointing of God and the presence of God and I just forgive and release. But it's honor. Honor. Are you with me this morning? So let's, let's, um, I want to talk about um, the definition of the word honor. The Greek word for honor is temi, which means time. The simplistic and literal definition of time is a valuing. So a Greek person, when it comes to the word time, will think of something valuable, precious, weighty, such as gold. Other definitions for honor are appreciation, esteem, to be favorable, regard, respect. Now look at the opposite, atomia in the Greek, which is dishonor, is to not show respect or value, to treat as common ordinary or menial. A stronger form of dishonor is to be treated shamefully and even humiliated. Listen to the scripture. Isaiah chapter 29 verse 13 goes, these people draw near with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but have removed their hearts far from me. 
So honor can be displayed in word, in thought, and in action. So my question to you today is, how are you talking about people? What do you say behind closed doors? Because honor is, see, honor is not a, doesn't play any favorites or, or, you know, has no regards. It's like if you're a dishonoring person, it's on you. But the beautiful thing about honor is that it can be learned. It's like a, a year ago, I was, uh, I was, you know, we're having dinner at our house and um, my daughter, who's nine, time she was eight, it was time to eat our salad. And Harper goes, I don't like salad. I hate lettuce. I'm like, honey, we're not, I see a few people clapping. <laughs> they hate lettuce. <laughs> Be delivered in the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. I say, honey, we're not leaving the table until you finish your salad. I hate lettuce. And we're both a little bit stubborn, so we'll play a game. We'll stay here until you finish. So it took a little while. We're there for a little while, but then she learned how to eat her salad. And she finished her salad, so now she has salad under her, ta under her belt. It's the same with honor. You may not be a person of honor. You may be someone who maybe because of our, our, you know, upbringing and whatnot, you've been prone more to have negative thoughts about people and talk negatively about people. But honor can be learned. It can be taught. I love that honor is not a fruit of the Spirit because the fruit of the Spirit you can't control. It's a fruit. But honor you can control. You can learn. I love what Pastor Leanne always says. She says, I'm a behaviorist. She said, I behave my, you can, I believe you can behave yourself into anything and behave yourself out of everything, anything. Honor is the same way. You can control, you can begin to learn it and operate in this principle of honor. Amen. So I want to go through a few things of a few technicals when it comes to honor, because I believe that God wants to unlock us. I believe God wants to take us to the next level. I believe God wants to allow you to operate in a new atmosphere of miracles. I believe God is wanting to anoint pastors. You're going to Leanne to take not only San Diego, but to come on this state. We're going to take over our region. I'm telling you, at Eastlake, at our campus, we see the South region. We've been called to dismantle principalities and powers of the kingdom of darkness. And I'm telling you, it's going to take a bunch of people that know how to operate in the principle of honor. Because they, 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 they know how to operate in miracles. And this is what it's going to take. We need more anointing to take our cities. Amen? Amen. So the first point is that honor unlocks miracles. Honor unlocks Miracles. Honor unlocks miracles. I was, uh, we, at work, we have, uh, we have a, a staff meeting once a month in my business. And um, my mom launched her business about 30 years ago. And she still works in the company. And then I launched my business. We acquired her company and we joined, we merged. But we have a meeting once a month. But I understand the principle of honor. And I could be a fool and just begin to take all the credit for myself. Because when we launched our business, the business blew up. We just did really well. We multiplied and we began to grow. And I could be a fool and just be like, oh, look at me. It's because of me. I'm so smart. But that's not the kingdom of God. In fact, I know that's not what happened. So every time we have our meeting, I just make a point to honor my mom. I said, hey, guys, I want you to know we're standing in the shoulders of giants. 
It's because of people like my mom who started the company 30 years ago. It's because of Martita. Martita has been working in the company for 20 years because of Josefina. Josefina has been working in the company for 30 plus years. People like that that have carried the culture of customer service and hard work. It's because I want to honor them today. And, and you see, see the kingdom of God works in the marketplace as well. You see something unlock in the atmosphere when you begin to operate in honor. Honor unlocks miracles. Point number two is that God honors those who honor him. God honors those who honor him. 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 30 goes, Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I promise that you, branch of the tribe of Levi, would always be my priest. But I will honor, if I say honor, honor. I will honor those who honor me, and I will despise those who think lightly of me. God honors those who honor him. And this principle is displayed beautifully in the story of when Mary um, brought the alabaster flask of oil and she broke it before Jesus. And she was, she was um, you know, treat, uh, getting ready, uh, Jesus ready for, for his uh, burial. And uh, Judas said, wow, we could have used that money to feed the poor. But then Jesus said, whatever she's done, the poor you have with you always, but whatever she's done will be remembered forever. God honors those who honor him. This morning when we come to church, we're honoring God. So come on, give yourself a hand because we're at church this morning. We're honoring God. Look at John chapter 13, verse 20. He who receives me, receives him who sent me. He who receives me, receives him who sent me. And the context here is talking about honor. So you could easily say, he who honors me, honors him who sent me. Look at John 5, 23. He who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. Honor. You see honor, honor all through the scriptures. Let's look into the, go into the flow of honor. Point number three, honor those God sends. So we honor God and we honor those that God sends. Luke 13, 35 out of the NIV reads, I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Think about the context of honor for a second. This is what Jesus is saying. Blessed is he, you'll not see me again, okay? You will not see me or perceive me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Until you recognize those I've sent. You'll not see me again until you recognize the people that I've sent to your life. And you say, blessed is so and so, blessed is Pastor Becky who comes in the name of the Lord. You want to see a greater manifestation of Jesus in your life. You need to acknowledge and recognize those that God has sent to you. Blessed is he who comes. Blessed is Pastor John. Blessed is Pastor Jurgen. Blessed are Pastor Leanne. Blessed are my connect group leaders. Blessed are my team leaders who come in the name of the Lord. Now this is the Bible. I'm not making this up. Jesus said, you'll not see me again until you'll recognize those I've sent to you. So Jesus goes on to explain how to apply the honor principle in everyday life. Listen to this in Matthew chapter 10 verses 40 through 42. It says, he who receives me, he who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. 
And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, as surely I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. There's a great book called uh, Honor's Reward by John Bevere, which I strongly recommend. But this passage, the context is honor. So we can change the word receive for the word honor, and we're still not out of context. I want, you to, I want us to read this together. Matthew chapter 10, verses 40 through 42 with paraphrased. So he who honors you, this is Jesus speaking, he who honors you honors me. And he who honors me honors him who sent me. That's honoring God. He who honors a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. I want you to pause right there. A prophet in today's time are people with spiritual authority, our pastors, our leaders. At Awaken Church, there are connect group leaders, our team leaders, our pastors, people that are under, I mean, over you. Yeah. That's, that's the context for the word prophet for today. And he who honors a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. There he's talking about your peers. So honor goes towards God, towards those over us, and towards our peers. That's your spouse, your co-workers, people you serve with, your family, your siblings. I know it's hard sometimes, but it's still, it's still something God likes. And, and, and whoever honors one of these little ones with only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, as surely I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. Now he's talking about those under us. If you have a staff, you have a business, or if you have children, we honor everyone. It goes upwards, you know, sideways, downwards. We honor people. Amen? Okay. So what we're after, though, is releasing an atmosphere of miracles in our lives. For us to fulfill the assignment that God has for us, we need to learn the principle of honor and how to apply it. So I'm going to give you some practicals. The next point is the how. How do we honor these people? For us to walk in this, in this, in this anointing of miracles happening in our lives, these relationships have to be in alignment. So listen to the first one. Honor God. How do we honor God? Well, we trust in Him. We obey him, we follow him, we read the scriptures, we build our lives around him, we yield to him, we surrender everything to him, we humble ourselves before God and whatever he says, we're obedient to him. God, you say you go, I'm going to go. God, you say do this, I'm going to do it. God, you say to come to church and to give to vision builders or whatever, God, that's what I'm going to do. It's honoring God. We tithe. We bring him our best. Just know that when you do this, life gets really exciting and adventurous. That's honoring God. I didn't say easy. I said exciting and adventurous. Honoring God. Number two, husbands, honor your wives. And all the wives said, amen. amen. <laughs> wives, I'm sorry, husbands, honor your wives. The apostle Peter said in 1 Peter, husbands, honor your wives. Listen to them. Don't roll your eyes at them. Listen to them. Don't roll your eyes at them. Be gentle. Give them value. Speak life over them. Speak highly of them to others. Learn how they need to be honored. 
So for me, my wife loves to be honored with quality time. She loves it when we talk and when we sit down. And I love it too, but it's not my band. Like I'm, I tell her my love language is just seeing you. Like I just have to look at you and I'm good. I promise I'm filled. Like I feel great. But, you know, if I want to unlock Jesus, the power of God in my life, I have to learn how to honor my wife. So just yesterday, she came back from a leadership trip uh, from Palm Springs. And and I had to do something. Like, I'm campaigning. I'm like, I got the kids. I'm running around. And she's like, I thought everything was going to be done. You know, so when I came home, you just were ready to hang out. Yes, yes, I know. I'm like, you know, I'm processing. I'm thinking, I, I had to. I did golf in the morning, you know, a few, to, a few times while she was gone. I'm thinking, I had to do that. Okay, but... But I, I know she loves talking. So, honey, why don't we go to the living room? Let's just sit down and talk. And we had a great time. We talked. But I, I know that if I honor my wife, my prayers, number one, will not be hindered, as First Peter says, and I release an atmosphere of miracles in my life. I can expect them. I'm in right standing with God. My human responsibility is in place. God, I'm now positioned myself in a place where you can release miracles. Release miracles in my finances, my business, my wife. Thank you for healing. Thank you that I walk in divine health, oh God. God, thank you that wherever I go, is uh, whatever I touch, things turn to gold in the name of Jesus. I carry the anointing of multiplication. See, I can expect those things if I position myself. So husbands, honor your wives. Wives. Honor your husbands. <laughs> All the men said, amen. <laughs> Respect them. Admire them. Be thankful for their hard work. If you see areas of growth, pray for them. Don't see them with critical eyes. Rather, see them the way God sees them. Encourage them. Believe in them. Get in their world. I can tell you for me, one of the greatest gifts that God has ever given me is that my wife honors me. And listen, we don't have the perfect marriage. There's no perfect marriage. But I can tell you, in the grand scheme of things, she honors me and she believes in me. Any adventure, adventure we've ever been on, I say, honey, we're going to go into politics. She goes, let's go. Let's pray. And she believes in me. I feel when she believes in me, I feel like unstoppable. I feel like I can do anything. So I kind of feel like if I were to tell her, hey, babe, I think I'm Superman, she'd be like, okay, let's go fly, you know? <laughs> but it's been the greatest gift to me. Wives, you can do the same too. Honor your husbands. Amen? Amen. Honor your kids. Speak life over them. Give them your time. See their potential, not their faults. Parent their opportunities for growth with love. Discipline them. Be strong with them. But also shower them with your love and affection. Give them the best you can. Set them up for success. If you feel like you need to help, if if you feel like you need help, ask around from a trusted source. 
For me, I'm constantly speaking life over my children. We have a few, I'm, I'm really into training their minds and how they think. We have a few sayings at home. I tell them, hey, what you say happens. Watch what you say. So if they say something stupid, I say, hey, what you say? And they go, happens. Okay. I, I adopted this by, from Dr. Matt. What you think about, you bring about. What are you thinking about? Speak life over your children. Open opportunities for them. The next one. Honor your pastors, connect group leaders, team leaders. Be thankful for them. Say thank you to them. Follow their spiritual guidance. Be gracious towards them. If they don't say hi to you one time, don't think they don't like you. They probably didn't see you. If they challenge you, listen to them and be open to what they have to say. Bring them a gift here and there to honor their hard work. Believe in the vision. Believe in the vision. Believe in the vision. Believe in the vision. I believe that as a church, one of the greatest things we can do to honor our pastors is to believe in the vision, to pray for the vision, to give towards the vision. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, we can take over the county. We can change our region. Go to DNA. Join a connect group. Listen, Awakened Church has an anointing. Just jump in the river. Jump in the flow of what God is doing in our church. If the pastor gets up there, up here and says, hey, we have DNA, go to DNA. If he says, join a connect group, hey, join a connect group. We have men's prayer. Come to men's prayer at 5.30 in the morning. We have women's prayer. Come to women's prayer. We have chairs. We have conferences. Oh, we have so many things. And then you wonder why nothing's happening in your life. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, why do I have to go to prayer? I have to go to Wednesday night. I have to go to church Sunday. That I have to serve. I have to do all these things. And then you see the people that jump in the flow and begin to do and operate in this anointing of what Awaken is pushing towards for us to do. And then you see their life just flourish because the Bible says that those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. At Awaken Church, this is what it means to be planted. We tithe. We give to vision builders. We join DNA. We join a connect group. Come on, we go Sunday morning. We don't just come to Sunday morning quiet. No, we respond with faith. Amen. Tell me more. I want to learn. It's what God has for us. Honor your pastors, your leaders. Honor your boss. Don't partake in the gossip. Give him or her grace. They're not perfect. Believe with them. Bring your best to work. Do above and beyond. And if they don't see it, don't worry. God sees it. I'm talking about healthy relationships, not an abusive boss. Okay, that's a, a whole other thing. It's just, if it's a personality thing, hey, give him grace. What if you were the boss? You think everybody would love you? Listen, everybody will love you until you have to make a leadership decision. Everybody will love you until you have to be courageous and do something that people don't like. You can't be a chameleon, amen? Just saying whatever, you know, people like to hear all the time. What is it? If you stand for nothing, you stand for, what is it? You fall for everything. That's right. See, Awaken knows. Come on. At least Balboa knows. At East Lake, I might have to say it in Spanish. It's okay. Hey, uh, honor, if you're a business owner, honor your staff. Be generous. Hold them accountable. Give them vision. 
That's your role. Speak life over them. Pray for them. Pray for their families. Take time to ask them about their families. Think well about them. It's our role to give vision. And finally, honor your parents. I understand that some of our parents, maybe they didn't do the best job. In fact, I love Pastor Jurgen's story that he, he went through a rocky season with his dad, but, but that God, God challenged him to honor him. And you see the life of Pastor Jurgen and Leanne. I just love, they're such a great example for us. And they chose to honor him. I think they bought a home for him. And, but look at what happened. So I want to challenge you today. Whatever you are, wherever you are in your relationship with your parents, honor them. Not for the wrong they did, but just because it's the right thing to do. And because we're after releasing an atmosphere of miracles in our lives. Amen. Can we all stand as we pray? Hey, I want to be... I told you my prayer today was that you'd be unlocked. That you'd be unlocked today. And, and I feel the Holy Spirit telling me that there's a few people here that are dealing with an offense. And for you to go to the next level, you have to release that offense. So I want to challenge you. And if that's you, and you need, I'm going to have a ministry team come up, and you need to release something, so I want you to just come to the front. There's too much at stake. Don't let anything hold you back. If you're here this morning and there's an offense in your heart that you want to release, I want you to come to the front. Be brave. Who cares what people think about you? I tell my children all the time. I want you to get to the point where you don't care what people think about you. If that's you, you want to be unlocked, you want to be released, I want you to come to the front. I have a fence in my heart and I need God. I need someone to come help me and pray with me. If you have dishonor in your heart, I want you to come to the front and someone's going to pray with you. We're in a time today, in our, in our world today, where we can't do business as usual. We need the power of God and the anointing of God to fulfill the assignments that God has for us. The enemy is working full-time trying to destroy our lives but listen the kingdom of God is stronger and the Bible says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and this is what it's going to take repentance submission surrender breaking come on being released if there's an offense in your life and give it one more time if there's an offense or dishonor in your heart you feel the Holy Spirit pounding in your heart I want you to come to the front say that's me I want to be unlocked thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to pray for us. Can you just stretch your hand towards the people in the front? Come on, give them a hand for being so brave and courageous. Come on, God's about to unlock you. God is about to unlock you. Just stretch out your hand. You can play a little louder. God, I just thank you. Just begin to pray for them. God, I thank you for their courage. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I thank you for the people that so beautifully responded have acknowledged this area of their lives. God, we release it right now in the name of Jesus. We break contract with dishonor in the name of Jesus. And if you didn't come to the front, just receive it right now where you are. We break contract with dishonor in the name of Jesus. And God, I just ask you, Holy Spirit, to transform our hearts. Renew our minds. 
Help us see and understand what it's like to walk in the principle of honor, giving value to people. Man, I see be, people being transformed right now in the name of Jesus. I see, I see you're feeling a flush, a flood of the Holy Spirit through your whole body right now in the name of Jesus. God is renewing you and God is releasing. I see chains being broken right now in the name of Jesus. I see demons right now screaming because of the power of the Holy Spirit and you have decided to unlock yourself. You have decided to let go and release and forgive. I see a flood of forgiveness right now flowing in the name of Jesus. Forgiveness happening in your mind, your heart. Man, I see back pains being healed right now. If you're dealing with back pain, I see you being healed right now as you forgive. I see, I see the Holy Spirit releasing you right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I ask you for your power right now. You're anointing a greater level of your anointing to fall upon us. Man, I see the anointing of God coming upon you right now in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for your anointing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.